Hi guys, my name is Alistair Stewart. I'm the editor of Darrow Discussions. I hope this finds you well. Um, what I'd like to talk to you about today is a little list that I've put together. Um, as a confession, it is January 2nd at the time of making this, and I've been thinking about all the sort of discussions that have been going on with the underbelly and the city and what's been happening at New Year and certain criticisms that the Edinburgh sort of festival industry as it were has gotten a little out of hand um and there's just i suppose i want to inject a little bit more positive energy back into that and reflect on sort of my top 10 favorite places in the city that take over at festival time and it might be just i think for me it's nice to sort of reflect on that because at the moment there is a lot of heavy criticism that's directed at what's been happening with Underbelly and what's been happening with the Christmas market getting too big and having come back from Spain in the last year I don't want that to be my lasting impression of what's happening to the city going into 2020 and a while ago I jotted down some notes as to what my sort of top favorite places were and specifically I wrote that when I was away I wasn't you know in the country at the time and i'd come back periodically but you know these are atmospheric places and it's it's just to me it's the the, the epitome of what makes the festival specifically um the edinburgh festival great and why it's something to look forward to and i just think that maybe talking about that for a second is quite nice because it's a good reflection on where we're going in the new year because I think that the balance is going to be tipped slightly in the direction of a more negative vibe as we go forward and maybe people are quite correct in that criticism maybe they're not um that's a discussion for another time but in this instance as a punter um someone who enjoys it very much there's just a couple of things to to look forward to um I suppose number one on the list and this is done in no particular order it's it is as I say it's just talking points and highlights in my head that I've had for a while but you know on that list first of all would be the Tron Kirk I mean that's a, a firm favorite it's a wonderfully sort of cavernous and location and it's usually vacant and a former church and you know it, it kind of epitomizes what happens to the city almost because it comes alive when the doors are open at festival times it's usually home to live bands and it's got that kind of rustic Spartan tradition going on of the season where it just houses a bar, it has lots of seats and buildings falling apart a bit and there's tables and chairs and all the rest of it and it doesn't feel heavily industrialised, it's a nice chill out point if you pick your, your time of day well for a you know bite to eat and a beer um, so yeah it can be usually packed at times but it usually it's, it's, it's very very pleasant to go to and it's just a love it's a really really lovely what they've done with it and it's a good reminder of what happens to city when they do it right um i think next i would say the pleasance courtyard i mean that's another favorite and for me it's got a you know, personal bit of history there because i went to edinburgh university and you know my day-to-day -day life was around there for a long time so at festival time it's still particularly special um it's not too out of the way if your day is spent being centrally located up in i'm sorry around um south bridge and if you're up in george square it's it's actually quite nice to get away from um it's just what the doctor ordered if you're looking to sort of participate in the festival but you've had enough being caught up in the stampede that goes up and down the royal mile next i mean this is one that 
kind of kills me to say it, but what was Jekyll and Hyde now the Hanover Tap? It was. I'll take a minute to say this about Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde was absolutely wonderful with its sort of full gothic establishment vibe. It, it really was lovely, and the Hanover Tap is very nice as well now. But you know, I, I in all honesty, I've added that to list because it's got a lot of sentimental memory, a, a bit nostalgic with this. There's a nostalgic vibe that goes on. I think. A, a good few friends I've spoken to about this feel the same way. Um, it is very nice to go to if you're looking for somewhere that's on the other side of Hanover Street and somewhere that's a little out of the way. You're close but not too close. It's very, very nice and it's still near enough to festival goings on as they expand, but you're not quite in the heart of it. And it is it is a nice place. Um, you know, I, I, after that, you would be struggling to come up with anything other than I think what used to be the Jeremiah we cow shed that was that was a really really good one um that used to be a proper late night festival haunt it's still there and it still pops up um but it's really got a kind of passing by vibe to it it's still a good haunt to go to it's like the Tronkirk in that respect it's hollowed out it's a space in the cow gate it never exists until you're around August time and the festival kicks off. And Haystacks and a bar, you can't go wrong with it. With a good pizza place next door, it's a lovely location. Um, but again, this list is in no particular order. What the thematic sort of continuity with it is, is that these are places that you should just go past and see if there's any action going on there. And they are absolutely lovely when you do. Other one in the same vein would be Royal Dick. You know, there's it's beat off the beaten track up in Newington. It's past George Square. It's a 10 minute walk away from there. Former vet school. You know, this place was covered with memorabilia and it still is, which is lovely. And just to sit and enjoy an afternoon. It's incredibly pleasant with a good selection of food. And it's just really, really, really nice. It's a launching pad to go to other places in the area because there's a lot going on up there too. This might come as a, a guilty choice as well, but I have also put the assembly at George Square Gardens on there. It's always the first visible sign that the festival's come to town. It's been confusing in recent years because it's been split with other locations. The bars have become a little bit more streamlined and a little bit more formal, but nothing quite feels like festival time than just going there at least once it lacks the sort of tension of the the royal mile and you have the opportunity to go up and down and sample what is a solid selection of different foods um, and just relax and do it at least once and then you've got your springboard into surrounding bars and locations which are just usually packed at lunch times so it's a really good wide open space and it's that perfect source for the festival feeling nearby gilded balloon tv you know on that list is a student set of, of of you know pubs which yeah defined a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my student years but you know it's it's maybe a place of hallowed memories and a bit of nostalgia there as well like the others on the list but you know the food is very cheap the, the beers are very cheap it's a really lovely location just to kind of get your breath you know and catch that there and relax a little bit while you know you are still in the heart of things and yeah it's going to be packed if you don't pick your time right but really really good and it's one of these places that's continued to evolve over the years um 
that kind of you know leads into the in that respect the sort of other belly pasture and, and what they've done there you know it's funny that it's it's one of these places that if you're ever lucky to get a bench there you know you can and you can squeeze in somewhere and it, it's good sociable place it's a it's a lovely spot food is great for burgers and it's a cheeky pint of cider and it's very very nice and you know if you can get invited in the vip lounge that's been there in previous years on the top of other belly there's it's it's a lovely spot to view the city and what's going on surrounding it so if you are involved in festival reviewing it's a really really good location as well um you know underbelly cowgate in that sorry underbelly cowgate in that respect absolutely lovely as well you know that is again jam-packed festival but access from the top of victoria street and through the cowgate it's the bottom bar that's the big highlight it's compact it's impossible not to meet and socialize with other reviewers and other people that are there to just genuinely catch that festival vibe um you know the venues are intimate spacious and there's a wide variety of of shows that are going on surrounding it and also uh you know it's just nice to particularly late evening it's good to go there relax a little bit and enjoy the festival without getting absolutely caught up in what's going on um one that i've written about and spoken about quite a lot previously is the captain's bar in edinburgh now that's off drummond street it's beside old college and it is absolutely just it's a tiny little place but it's brimming with activity and you know that i think that's always going to be on my number one list for nostalgia trip um previously when i was in spain i would always just think about there it's one of my favorite pubs in the city um it's just a good melting pot of music and people and yes it's a small space but it's also one of the most authentic folk music bars in the city um it, you know it's just behind chamber street i think i first went in there when i was in final months of university and it, I th yeah that's it it was my dissertation that i was working on and it was 2009 2010 um it, things were not going especially well but you know i would go in there and yeah university was um, my dis dissertation prep was a little bit in disarray and <laughs> variety of uh, different books and all the rest of it that are arriving for me to collect you know that place had the habit i had the habit of going in there when i'd go all the way from christophan up there and there'd be a, a book waiting for me that had been transferred from another library so on my way back i would go in there and that was one of the first occasions i ever went in there and you know it's no great you know mystery that one of the reasons that it is survived i think exactly as it is is it's just a genuine place um, I rationalised going in there quite a lot back in the day where I could just sit and read procured books and have a pint and you know I'm not too sure that that's uh, the same philosophy that I have now nowadays as I genuinely go in there to relax previously I tried going in there to write and all of that is true but it, the most enjoyable thing to do with it is just to go in there and enjoy listening to the best folk music that you'll ever hear in your life and it remains one of the you know the best alpha sites that you could hope for if you're trying to get away from you know a, a stress or whatever's going on and particularly if you have a little bit of time in your hands and you know one of the reasons i love it so much is it's you know there's an oak bar and there's an assortment of pirate memorabilia and music and they have an assortment of spirits and whiskeys lining the bar and you can just sit for hours 
Um, and this has been done. I've tested that, and it's you know cobbled streets outside, and it's you can sit in the window, and it's just absolutely lovely. And it, it really is a very very nice place. Um, either due, during the day, and it's a little busier in the evenings or around lunchtime, but you know it's a great place to relax in the environment and enjoy the company that you're with or enjoy your own company and just you know listen to a selection of beautiful songs and you know it's not with pomp but it's, it's lovely and you know it, bizarrely and it's very strange to think about it is that at festival time it still survives that way that's why it's on this list is it doesn't feel like it's one of these more congested touristy hubs because everyone's seen sort of an authentic looking bar it's still a lovely hideaway that's just really really pleasant to go to um and it's a good reason to rejoice at being there and you know it, it to me it sort of sums up everything that's great about edinburgh it's just a true place and it's one of the reasons i love the city so much it's home you can chat with people you can also you know it, it can just completely relax and i know that's a cliche these days but you know all in all, if it's possible, I really hope you might be listening to this particular list sitting in one of these places and maybe, just maybe, you're listening to this, listening to this in the captain's bar because it, it really is just one of the reasons, <laughs> One of the, I want to say one of the reasons I came back home from the south of Spain, but really it's just one of the reasons that sums up what makes Edinburgh great. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this uh, list. Please do let me know and I hope you find this of some interest. Cheers.